Welcome back. I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Yes. Yes. Welcome to another wonderful episode where we get to hang out for about an hour and just talk about BTS. What a wonderful hour it is, too. But disclaimer, this is a comedy fangirl podcast. That means that we're going to fangirl, laugh, and learn a little bit along the way. Yep, that's right. This is an explicit podcast, though, so if you aren't cool with that, you can dip out now. We won't blame you. Totally. But if you're down for some, we fucking love BTS. And we love being an ARMY. Yes, then you're in the right place. So today is the big day that we've been talking about for weeks now Mm -hmm. um, to celebrate Valentine's Day with the people that we love the most. We're having a day of appreciation for armies and for BTS. So today we present to you our second Being an Army episode. Mm -hmm. So if you aren't familiar with our first Being an Army episode, we read personal stories from listeners about their connection to BTS and ARMY. And so we asked for your stories again, and we'll be sharing those today. Very exciting. Yay. I'm thrilled to be sharing all of these stories. I'm so happy that we got as many submissions as we did. Yeah. So this will be a full episode for yeah. sure. Um, But before we get into it, we have to thank you for being here and for supporting us. If you are a fan of this show and you want to show your support for us, you can do that by telling people about us and by writing a review on really whatever platform you listen on. And if you want to go above and beyond and show some extra support for us, you can do that by donating monthly to our Patreon at patreon.com slash standingbts. Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standingbtspodcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out weekly episodes. And any type of support is super appreciated. Yes, yes, yes. We love you (laughs) and we thank you for making this possible. Yeah. Uh, So before we get into it, let's talk about the um, BTS news, whatever's going on with (laughs) BTS. And really the main thing to talk about right now is the Grammys. Of course. Yeah. The The, only thing. The the only thing. (laughs) The Grammys. Right. They just happened um, on Sunday Mm -hmm. and... They did not, BTS did not win the best recording package, but the fact that they were invited, the mm-hmm. fact that they got to present, the fact that they were nominated for something is just incredible. It's such a great honor. Such a huge honor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we got to see a ton of really amazing red carpet moments, little yeah. interview moments, little snippets of them in the crowd. You can tell that they had such a great time, that they really yes. enjoyed themselves. And I think they were just ecstatic to be there and yes. to be a part of the Grammys. And and it was such a, it was a goal of theirs to be a part of it. And a lot of the interviewers brought that up. And what I was really really excited about is during some of the interviews they actually mentioned their upcoming album and people Mm -hmm. were interested in in knowing what was to come and what to expect 
Uh, and so it wasn't just like, oh, what American artist are you going to collab with next? Like they right. didn't, there was still a little bit of that, but not as bad as it has been in the past. Right. It was hype around them and their music, mm-hmm. which is so cool. Not their music in relation to yeah. a Western artist. So that was really interesting. And something else that I wanted to say was that. B- I think I saw on Twitter that BTS only found out that they were going to the Grammys like four or five days prior to really? them happening. Really? Yeah. Wow. So it was really quick. And I also saw that they stayed up the entire night before the Grammys. They pulled an all-nighter working on their album. Mm-hmm. Like literally as they were traveling, this like the Grammys were entered into their schedule, but this is album making time. Like yeah. they're on a schedule right now. Yeah. Uh, so that's just cr- the amount of coordination that they're working into their schedule right now is crazy and so it's just so cool the amount of dedication that they have such a busy schedule yeah yeah Yeah. uh nam junior he said that i think in an interview that they had pulled an on an all-nighter right before they got on their flight to come to la and the states to present at the grammys which yeah they all looked great. They all looked so, so good. And I think we were kind of anticipating that the guy from Dior or whatever, that guy. Yeah, Kim that, Jones. Mm-hmm, that yeah. he was going to be their designer for the mm-hmm. show. But they actually wore South uh, South Korean designers to yeah, which is awesome. the, the Grammys. Yeah. I'm thrilled that they did that. So at the Grammys, they presented the Grammy Award for Best R&B Album. And the winner of that was her, which congratulations. She really deserves it. I'm glad that she won that Grammy. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of really good performances in the whole, in the entire show. I will Mm -hmm. admit that I went to bed right after BTS presented because I had to get up and like teach this morning. Mm -hmm. But um, like hers performance, fucking just like Jada Pinkett Smith Michelle Obama, J Lo, wow, that, like Lady right Gaga, in the beginning, Alicia Keys, right on the stage at the same female time. Female figures to start the Grammys. Oh my god! I was just praising and clapping yes. the whole time. Yeah, like I was watching the Grammys with Corey and his sister, and they probably thought I was crazy, but I'm like, this is. This is a movement. This is great. I'm so excited that this is happening. So, yeah. I wanted to cry. I was so Mm -hmm. emotional. I was like, these women are so inspirational and powerful (laughs) and incredible. Michelle Michelle Obama. Obama. I know. Incredible. Like, let's get some of the biggest female figures to just start off the Grammys. Yeah. It was great. Fucking amazing. Yeah. So let's talk about our favorite BTS content of this week uh, since we're trying this out. Um, So I have to say I'm going to disregard the Grammys just because Mm -hmm. on my YouTube suggested videos perpetually um perfect man keeps popping up their perfect man performance and i wonder why i know <laughs> not but it's not the jim and fan cam okay it's oh, like it's not? Oh, okay. no 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 it's like <laughs> the be- the performance from the television show um and also their born singer performance their live performance where they're like on the oh. stage and it circles and it's like really mm-hmm. dramatic and emotional moving both moving both of those videos keep <laughs> popping up. And of course, every time they pop up, I have to watch them. Mm-hmm. So I just keep watching and I flip out and fangirl 
every time. So those are what are is on my mind this week. Yeah. Those are both incredible performances. So yeah. for me, <laughs> I can't help it. My <laughs> BTS content for the week is at the Grammys when they were on the red carpet and they did that slow motion video mm-hmm. from like above and then in like the camera pans down. Amazing. That all of them in that video are great and goofy and themselves and their personality really shines through. But Young showing us his backside and looking over his shoulder and putting his hands in his fucking pockets and just putting his ass on display like, okay, <laughs> I can't stop watching it. I really can't stop watching it. Yeah, it's truly should we say iconic because <laughs> no <laughs> can we go can we go one episode without saying that word no. <laughs> we'll start bleeping it out <laughs> oh yes maybe i'll bleep okay. it out <laughs> starting now <laughs> <I can't. laughs> you better do it <laughs> i'm gonna do it okay now. i'll send you the bleep okay uh, um so uh, just really, let's get into talking and sharing these wonderful, wonderful ARMY stories. Yeah, so we're going to share and read the stories that you all sent us, and we're just going to switch back and forth from each other as we as we go through. Uh, just to preface it, thank you all for sending in these submissions and sharing these stories. Some of them are... Um, pretty personal and we're just grateful that you're wanting to share with other armies and with us uh and it's really just making this being an army series so special and incredible yeah thank you yes thank you guys for trusting us to share your story Mm -hmm. because i truly what we're going to share with you guys today every single thing that we got is so special and Mm -hmm. wonderful and uh so yeah we just feel really lucky and grateful that you guys let us do this and we hope that you enjoy it um, so just to recap what we are, what we asked you guys to write in about for this topic, um, first we wanted to know how you became an army, what BTS means to you and the impact that BTS or the fandom has had on your life. Um, but we also asked you to tell us about your personal role as an army, such as writing fanfics or selling fan art. Mm-hmm. And then we also asked you guys to share any experience at a concert or a fan sign, because we just love to hear about people's firsthand experience with BTS in front of them. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So let's go ahead and start. Okay. So the very first one. Hello. If I were to have a story about BTS, I would just say that when I was going through one of the craziest times of my life mentally, I found BTS and my hope and life returned because I found something to mentor me without even being there or knowing me. Sounds kind of crazy, but I had a distraction. Lyrics to prompt my positive thoughts and army to give me friends and new adventures. Sounds dramatic, but BTS gave me my life back. Chloe. Oh, Chloe. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, but that does not sound crazy or dramatic at all. Like, I think a lot of people Sounds like everyone else's story. Right. Thank you, Chloe. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, the next one. Hi, it's Becca from Canada. I just wanted to say that BTS has given me so much happiness in many, many ways. Their music has helped me through so much, mostly exams. (laughs) 
It helped me make so many friends and has gotten me out of my antisocial shell. Because this podcast is being aired on Valentine's Day, I think it's appropriate to mention my beautiful girlfriend. BTS is the only reason why I have her in my life. A few months ago, I had been going through a lot of stress from school and just people in general. Peach, a nickname for her, asked me how I was. I ranted to her about my life and we started to talk every day about anything and everything. I finally asked her out just a few weeks ago. LOL, we still fangirl over Jungkook's abs and Yoongi's gummy smile, Mm. but BTS brought us together and I will be forever grateful to them for that. Becca. Ah, thank you, Becca. What a what a great love story to share for Valentine's Day in relation to BTS, yeah. bringing them together yes. and having that connection. Wonderful. <laughs> I wish Corey liked BTS. Oh, he at least respects them. <laughs> okay. Hey, Kayla and Bethany. I know I've written in before, but I like to share an update. I met this sweetest man back in June after being alone for a while, and I'm loving myself again thanks to BTS. I was finally able to share my love with someone. When Evan and I started dating, he asked what music I was into, and the first thing I said, of course, was BTS. (laughs) He listened and ended up being a part of ARMY too. When I saw the tickets on sale for LA shows, I wanted to go so bad. One night at Korean barbecue, he handed me an envelope and said it was a very early birthday gift. I opened it and it was floor tickets to see BTS. What? Oh my god, it's a like, dream. That's fucking incredible, okay? Amazing. Boyfriend of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I literally screamed and scared the people around us. I cried just because he understands me so much, loves me for who I am, and likes my interests. Going to the concert was the most surreal feeling ever. I had watched all of their videos and run episodes. Being so close and seeing them and singing all their songs with them was the most euphoric feeling. But the moment to top it all off was my RM. He was rapping. He looked directly at me as I was rapping along with him. I felt my body just melt and just felt like this is something I'll never forget in my life. Thanks for keeping it up, girls. We love you. Nessa. Oh, yeah. Nessa, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Congratulations on your new boyfriend. He sounds like a keeper. Seriously, he <laughs> sounds like the most incredible boyfriend of all time. Yeah. Also, RM rapping and looking right at you. Mm. <laughs> Fucking incredible. <laughs> Amazing. Wow. Wow. <sighs> okay, so on to the next one. And I want to say that this one, uh, when they emailed, they said that Uh, content warning for drinking, smoking, and mental illness. So they start with, hello. Like many, I knew I was an army after I watched the Blood, Sweat, and Tears music video. Wow. Yeah, of course. Um, (laughs) We understand. (laughs) Jimin absolutely has my attention, and I consumed so much content thereafter because I just had to know their stories and personalities. Yep. Um, <laughs> my bias is Yoongi and my record is Jungkook and my main ship is Yoongkook. Mm. Um, I immersed, I really started to immerse myself in BTS and other K-pop only in March of 2018. So I'm still new to so much, but something I've seen regularly is how people tend to find BTS when they need them the most. 
At that time, I was drinking and smoking a lot too, and I have the mental illness called depersonalization and derealization, which makes socializing really hard for me. But in the BTS fandom, I found a way to connect with so many people. Music has never been as important as it was then. It didn't necessarily save my life, but it definitely saved my livelihood. It helped me find my passions again, and it made me laugh or smile each and every day. I contribute to the fandom via fanfic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the impossible Impala on AO3, and they give me things to write about. Mm-hmm. I'm so much healthier and happier than I was last year. And to say BTS isn't a huge part of the reason wouldn't be true. The community around them is as inspiring as an and as comforting as they are. Thank you, Kayla and Bethany, for sharing their love and spreading our stories, too. And this is from Funky Town Angel on Twitter. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's incredible yeah. that they've they've helped you overcome mental illness and addiction or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Also, definitely check her out on AO3. I've read her fanfics. I, for one of our fanfic episodes, I wanted to have her for a Yoon Cook. Uh, I wanted to do Yoon Cook. Mm-hmm. And she. I immediately thought of the Impossible Impala on AO3. But all of them are a little bit longer, and I had not read one all the way through yet. So I was like, ah. Oh. I messaged her. I'm like, I will come back. I promise. I will, <laughs> I will read one of your stories for the fanfic files. Yes, yes. But yeah, terrific writer. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, thank you. It's incredible. All right, so the next one. Hey, Bethany and Kayla. My name is Alyssa Duncan. I'm from South Carolina. As I sit here in my feelings listening to Tay's 4 o'clock song, yes, Mm -hmm. I thought I would write to let you girls know how much BTS has impacted my life for the better. They've inspired me so much and truly made me start to love myself. Doing that, I have quit smoking, and I have smoked for 15 years. Wow. wow. That is a very difficult thing to do, but that's incredible. Yeah. yeah. I know that sounds like a lot, but I'm only 33 years old. So, yeah, I started early, which a lot of people do. Um, mm-hmm. I'm proud that I no longer smoke. I'm also on a weight loss journey, and I have lost 10 pounds in two weeks just by eating better and doing BTS routines in my living room with my two-year-old. Oh, I, I know <laughs> I enjoy it even though I look crazy dancing but I have the dance pa- uh, practices down I'm still going to South Korea this year and I changed the date to October instead of May so this year is the year of BTS yes preach mm-hmm. <laughs> 2019 <laughs> and I will say that they have made me improve everything about myself and made me love myself more I love them so much, and I can't explain why. My husband looks at me like I'm crazy all the time, but that's okay, too. As a matter (laughs) of fact, everyone that does not understand BTS or knows them looks at me like I'm a crazed fan all the time, but I'm fine with that, too. Like, yes. Yes, me, too. Yes, girl. Same. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Thanks for all you guys do, and keep on podcasting. I love you guys, and wish you much success. Alyssa Duncan. Oh, Alyssa. Mm. I I love that. I love that. You've been on such a journey and it's so amazing that BTS has been able to help 
improve your life for the better. And Mm -hmm. yeah, thank you so much for writing into us. Yeah, we really appreciate it. She's one of our few Facebook people. (laughs) Yeah, we don't have very many people that we talk to on Facebook. They think we're just a fan page, even though it says (laughs) podcast. That's okay. Um, Okay, so next story. Hi, here's my army story. It seems like a common thread that many armies found BTS at a low ebb in their lives where they needed support, and that's very much me. I was really down about the state of our world at the time as I was going through some health challenges, and a friend happened to show me the Blood, Sweat, and Tears video. Wow, common theme. (laughs) Uh, Seriously. It rekindled in me the same type of joy I'd felt being into NSYNC and Backstreet Boys when I was growing up. When my mom was in the hospital a few months ago, I spent time waiting for her to get out of surgery by walking around the city where I was, reciting the name fan chant to myself until Mm -hmm. I knew it by heart. And it kept me calm. Oh, wow. And then she said, she's fine now. So her mom is okay. That's good. That's good. Glad to hear that. I was at the City Field concert as Kavanaugh was being confirmed on the Supreme Court. Oh, my God. Which, by the way, fuck Kavanaugh. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, okay. Um, We don't usually get political, but, But, okay. Um, She said, met some incredible armies there at City Field. I felt like I'd been given a glimpse of a better world, um, better than the one we're currently living in, one of mutual aid and support where we can ask each other for and receive the help we need and experience joy. I was incredibly touched by Namjoon's speech. It was so unexpected that I'm tearing up now as I think about it. I'm also a queer army, and a big part of the reason I love BTS so much is that they present as more femme than many celebrities and play with gender and reject toxic masculinity. Fuck, Fuck yeah. yes. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fucking toxic masculinity. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm always incredibly excited to build community with other queer armies and build our visibility in the fandom. I would love to do some sort of army project around national coming out day in October. If others are interested, find me on Twitter at Artemis Arrows. I just set it up, so not much on there yet. Sorry. I am also reading Confessions of a Mask right now because Namjoon recommended it. It's a gay classic. Wow. Thanks so much for your wonderful podcast. It brings me a lot of joy and I purple you both. Artemis. Wow, Artemis. Yes, sorry. I didn't didn't see she had a P.S. P.S. My biases are Sugar and Tae Young, and Jimin bias wrecks me every time. Wow. 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 Artemis. Artemis, oh that is incredible that you are wanting to do an army project for or around National Coming Out Day. Yes. I think that would be Nam so June cool. and all of BTS would be on board with that. Yeah. We should definitely, everybody, go follow Artemis, and we can make this happen sometime. Uh, around National Coming Out Day in October mm-hmm. and hopefully Artemis update us as we get closer to that date as you have more plans set in stone so that way we can try to make this a big thing. Yeah. Um, now wow. I want to read Confessions of a Mask. Yeah. I have not read that, but that is going to be added to my list. As always, Artemis, anytime we hear from you, you're just so fucking incredible yeah, and you yeah. have the yeah. best. You're, anyways, thank you. Incredible. Thank you. Yeah. All right. 
Hey, Kayla and Bethany. I've been in ARMY a little over a year now. I was 14 when I heard my first BTS song. It was Mic Drop featuring Steve Aoki, the remix. When I first listened to them, I wasn't doing too well physically or emotionally. I was overweight and had literally no friends. I'm homeschooled, so that probably played a big piece in that, but I also didn't know sports, clubs, or anything that would allow me to meet and possibly have new friends. My only friends were my siblings at the time. I felt like a loser. That all changed after I found out about BTS. I'm very skeptical about music and scared, I don't know why, to click and listen to new songs. But when I listened to Mic Drop, I instantly loved it. They all were (laughs) drop-dead handsome (laughs) and had the vocals of an angel and the rap tones of a beast. Sorry. The lyrics... (laughs) We understand. The lyrics behind the song, while not that meaningful or deep, were a nice change. I like how they didn't talk about drugs, sex, or anything of that sorts. Mic Drop then led me to DNA, then Save Me, and Blood, Sweat, and Tears, Dope, and so on. I loved their music, their sound, their message, Mm -hmm. and their moves. I loved how they were telling us to love ourselves, because if we don't love ourselves, we can't love others. This made me be more positive, stopped my depression, and motivated me to be a better person. I'm more active now, running and exercising every day. I joined some clubs and made amazing friends, a lot within the fandom. ARMY has been very supportive to each other, even if they're miles apart, which has touched my heart in many ways. Love you, ARMY. Overall, BTS changed my life for the better and allowed me to be the person I was afraid to be. I am now 15, almost 16, ready to take on the world with BTS and ARMY by my sides. I have sadly never had the opportunity opportunity to go to a BTS concert, but when they come back to the States, you bet your chimmies and tatas that I'll be there. (laughs) That's so cute. (laughs) So cute. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for letting me tell my story, even if it's not that amazing of a tale. Kayla and Bethany, I love your podcast and wish you both all the luck. An army for life, Caitlin C. P.S. I double bias Taeyong and Yoongi, but let's be real, I'm a hoe for all of them. (laughs) (laughs) Aren't we all? Yeah. (laughs) Wow, Caitlin. Thank you so much for your story. Mm. I love how you fell in love with, you like fell in love with them slowly, you know, like Mm -hmm. intro mic drop, but that DNA, that rabbit hole. As you Mm. got into it. Definitely. Yeah. Happy that you have made some really supportive friends and that you have mm-hmm. ARMY and BTS and that you're starting to feel like you can be more of yourself. That's incredible. Yeah, that's um, so awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um, on to the next one. It starts with, here's my story as an ARMY. It's kind of a deep story. Oh, so I understand if you don't want to listen, but here it goes. Well, we're listening. We're here. Okay. <laughs> it's being told. Um, yeah. Almost four years ago, I had a relationship. I was 13 at the time, and it was my first ever relationship. I had liked this boy for the longest time, and he'd asked for my number. My mind straight up thought it was, quote, meant to be. I assumed I was in love and to the point where I'd do anything for this boy. 
Then six months after we'd been dating, he raped me and then cut me off. I don't even know what to say about it, but like I trusted him so much. I thought it was something Mm -hmm. I'd done wrong. I thought it was my fault that I deserved it. Oh, my God. No. Oh, my God. Um, there's not much to say, but for several months I had hated myself so much. I couldn't love anything he'd touched. I understand to you, this will sound melodramatic. It's not, it is not, but honestly it was horrible. The feeling never went away. No matter how many times I cut, screamed, cried, scrubbed myself. I even considered suicide multiple times. Nothing helped. I couldn't talk to anyone as I was too afraid of what they'd think until I found a music video for a band I still love and adore to this day, BTS. Oh, my God. I'm actually tearing up right now. Yeah. Um, And bit by bit, they fixed me to a point where I love myself and have the courage to tell people my story and fight for rape victims. I'm thankful for what they've helped me do, and I can never thank them enough. I can't be in I still can't be in a relationship but honestly I don't think I need one. I've got my boys, my family and friends of which a large portion are thankful or in love with the same boys that fixed me. I can honestly say I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for them. They'll always be my Valentine, mm-hmm. I hope, and I'm forever thankful. Thanks for listening to my story. I hope I can give others courage to share theirs. Love at Starry M1N from Twitter. Wow. 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 Thank you for sharing that story. That is not an easy story to share so publicly. But I feel that there are a lot of people who can relate to that to some extent or have been in a similar position. Mm -hmm. Um, This is when I really hope that BTS either listens to the podcast or that they are aware that, you know, from from not being able to make new friends or feeling that people can't love themselves or stories mm-hmm. such as this, like they are impacting so many people in these yeah. really difficult situations. Like in that situation, I I feel like, you know, it's easy to think that you're at fault or that you're the reason, or that you maybe even deserve it, but it's just not true. It's never true. No. And I just, I mean, you are so incredible for sharing your story Mm -hmm. and fighting for rape victims and, you know, not being somebody who um, doesn't do anything about it. You found your strength, and you, I, we're so proud of you for... It looks like you really have come so far and that you've been able to to realize that you don't need anyone else you need yourself Mm -hmm. and that you have yourself and you have bts and you have armies and family and friends who are all there for you and love you yeah yeah and they will they'll always be your valentine yeah yeah yeah. thank you for sharing well i did not expect myself to to tear up like that yeah because i had read it before i've read it Mm -hmm. like three times now i know but sometimes when you hear it out loud or when you say it like it's wow yeah Okay, so the next story. Hi, Kayla. Hi, Bethany. I've been a longtime listener and finally have decided to write to you. I just want to say that your podcasts are so fun and I love fangirling with you every week. Mm, Thank thank you you. both for all the hard work, time, (laughs) and research that you put into this podcast. They keep getting better and better. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) That means a lot. Thank you. So a bit about me. I'm ethnically Korean, 
grew up in Toronto, Canada, and currently live in London, UK with my husband. I've been casually listening to K-pop since I was very young. Every time I went to Korea with my family, my youngest uncle and my cousins would keep me updated on what they're listening to, and I would do the same. So because of that connection, K-pop has always sort of been in my life, and I was never part of any fandom until BTS. As we all know, BTS just isn't any K-pop group, and Big Hit isn't just any record label. Yes. I fell down this rabbit hole harder than anything I've ever experienced in my life. And the more layers I uncovered, the more I found there was to discover. I can't think of anything else in music that's so engaging, that gives us so much content, that thinks so much about their audience and are so, so, so incredibly talented, humble, sincere, and creative. I've been standing BTS since DNA era, but the first music video I watched on YouTube was actually dope. Mm. Same. <laughs> yeah, same. Their choreo blew me away, and I was like, who are these boys? <laughs> then I watched all their music videos, then memorized who was who, which I've never done for any group that has more than four people in it. <laughs> then watched every single YouTube video on their Bonton TV channel, and then I moved on to their V Live videos. I missed their concert in London as I was away. But I'm going to see them in Fukuoka, Japan, next month. It's timed perfectly with my trip there with my husband. It'll also be my first time seeing them live, so I'm crazy excited about that. My bias is RM, and I seriously love them all. OT7 all the way. Yes. Mm -hmm. Anyways, I just wanted to say hi and tell you guys that I love, love, love your podcast. Lots of love from London, Sandra, also Sandy or San. So her Instagram is at Sandra.mode. Uh, and then on Twitter, which is strictly fangirling only, is <laughs> at DangBizzle. Yes. Sandra, you're going to have to let us know how that concert is after yeah. you go. Yeah. It's so exciting that you get to see them live. I like when we saw them live for the first time, obviously, just amazing. So like, <laughs> I can't wait until you get to, it, it is unreal. I was, yeah. I'm so excited for you. Yeah. Okay, uh, on to the next one. Hi, it's Drew again. I casually got into BTS at the end of 2015 and then more seriously got into them in the spring of 2016. Save Me was accidentally my first comeback. I remember going to their YouTube sometime in summer 2016 and seeing a video I hadn't remembered seeing before. And after that, I was in it for the long run. I yeah. had a countdown to the Wings album release that fall, and I actually wrote my dissertation on the Blood, Sweat, and Tears music video. I'm a designer, and the aesthetics of that video are incredible. BTS inspired me to be creative again and re-sparked my inspiration. The Blood, Sweat, and Tears music video and Spring Day music video came out in my final year of college when I was feeling slightly unsure of what I wanted to do, which was super scary for after being so sure of what I wanted for so long. But I can pinpoint the shots in those two videos that made me think, yeah, I definitely want to be a designer and artist I want to create. And I'm so thankful to BTS and their production teams for that. On a less sappy and serious note, my bias is Yoongi. And as I'm typing this, my breaker is Hobie. Mm. But I love all of them so much. It's insane. My favorite album is HYYH Part 1. 
I saw three shows. Oh my God. On wow. the Love Yourself tour, the second LA show, the second Fort Worth show. That's Which where we, we were, were there. Girl. Like, wow. I wish we would have met up yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And the City Field show. Oh my God. Damn. And every show was so incredible and memories I'll keep forever. I miss them. Oh my we God. Miss me them too. too. I missed them before they even left. It's That's why we were sobbing. <laughs> we were, fucking I was like, leaving. why do I miss them already? Oh, oh God. That was the hardest goodbye. Yeah. Um, okay. My living room is essentially entirely BTS decorated. And I have a friend who's friend works for big hit so he got me their autographs oh my god and it's basically the centerpiece of my living room <gasps> amazing oh, I would too. wow anyways i love bts so much seeing them hearing their music never fails to make me happy and i'm just so proud of them also kayla I also <laughs> fucking love Naruto and I just need you to know that and thank you for picking that specific run episode to talk about oh my god my living room <laughs> is BTS themed but my bedroom is Naruto themed to be honest oh my god amazing uh they also say I saw the love yourself uh, in Seoul movie last Saturday at 11 p.m. and there was only seven other people in the theater besides me so I started to start so I tried to start a convo asking if anyone actually got to see the tour and I was basically ignored. Oh my God. Uh, I had like the same type of experience. Same here. Like no one wanted to talk to me. It was awful. It's like, come what on army. Like, we're like we're obviously have something in common, right? Seriously. <laughs> I know talking to strangers in a movie theater is a bit, little bit weird, but we all love BTS. I was hoping for a better result, yeah. but I still love the movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, I swear, if Yoonkook doesn't get a happy ending in the Save Me slash BTS universe, I'm going to have to fly to Seoul and have a conversation with Big Hit because seeing my faves together and so sad is absolutely breaking my heart. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Yes. Mm -hmm. Also, scenery. Hello. Yes. <laughs> So that's basically my army story. Like I said, when we first talked, I'm always more than happy to talk about BTS. So if you ever want to deep dive into the designs and visuals and production companies behind BTS, I'm happy to share my knowledge and fangirl. Hit me up if you're ever in Orlando. Drew. Wow. We definitely need to hit up Drew. We need to talk about the visuals and the design and the production behind the music videos because I know nothing about it. And it's no. just interesting. She sent us her dissertation, so we have not yet read it, but we need to. Um, but incredible. Thank you so much, Drew. Also, May 17th to the 24th, I will be in Orlando. <laughs> so I'll, how like, yeah, how much how much better would our era episodes be when we talked about their music videos if we knew about like the design and visuals mm -hmm. and production companies behind them, mm -hmm. you know, like the artistry amazing. behind it, the reasoning yeah. behind, especially Blood, Sweat and Tears. I mean, you look oh. at that whole, it's just so visually aesthetic. There has to be some sort of like algorithm or some sort of way to, to come up with these types of visuals. Like what is so uh, scientifically visually pleasing to the eye? Yeah, yeah, I guess we're reading her dissertation before. We need to. She ha it's, yeah. it's in our Gmail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Drew, so much. All right. Thank you. So the next one. Hello, Kayla and Bethany. I discovered your podcast on Spotify a few months ago, and I've been listening to you guys ever since. 
My coworkers are probably thinking that I'm weird from giggling and laughing randomly at work while listening to your podcast because you guys always put me into a good mood. Anyways, I want to tell you about my story of being an army. Before I became an army, I considered myself as a as a K-pop listener. I was into Big Bang, TVXQ, Super Junior, and mostly older K-pop groups. I first discovered BTS when they were at Billboard Music Awards in 2016. I started to become a BTS fan not too long ago, all thanks to my cousin's girlfriend who invited me to watch Burn the Stage, the movie. I've heard of BTS songs before, and some of them were on my top favorite playlist, but I didn't know that they sang them. And at the movie, I felt inspired from seeing how much they work for every performance and how they do it all for their fans. Mm -hmm. After the movie, I started to search on BTS while listening to their music, and next thing you knew, I became ARMY. Being an ARMY and knowing BTS changed my perspective about life. BTS came to my life when I was at the lowest point. I was about to give up on my artistic skills. I'm an artist and I make art for a living, which sometimes it can be overwhelming. I started to feel like I'm not good enough and asked myself if all these efforts were worth the time, education, and wrist pain. My heart would start aching every time thinking about leaving my passion and dream. Art is everything I have, and I would feel lost without it. But... After I watched the movie, I realized how passionate BTS are towards their dreams, and if they didn't give up, why should I? I feel like BTS have taught me many things about hardworking and living life at its fullest. They teach me to follow my dream and pursue my passion, even if it takes years and years of practice. But they work harder than anyone I've ever known. Although there's times when they haven't gotten any rest and perform days after days, they still always remember to have fun and be themselves. They teach me to believe and love myself without caring too much about what other people's opinions are. I begin to make art for myself, and I feel like I'm enjoying what I want to do, even if I don't receive many likes or followers on social media. It feels good to be myself and to actually love art again, just like their album name, Love Yourself. If BTS listens to this, I want to thank them for showing me that if we're passionate towards our dreams, one day they can come true. Thank you, Kayla and Bethany, for hosting this BTS podcast. Because of you two, I have learned so much about BTS members, and you guys always put a smile on my face. Despite our age, ethnicity, and how we look, I'm happy and very thankful for being part of such a big family of strangers who care for each other just like how BTS is with each other. I'm looking forward to hearing from you guys on this podcast, and I'll continue working on my own dream like how BTS is with theirs. Thank you, and I purple you, Momo. P.S. I have insta- I have an Instagram account, Momo Teru Page. I recently have been drawing a lot of BTS and Tay because he is my bias. Oh, Momo. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Momo. After we read this, I was like, wow, I have to go follow you on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And her artwork is really incredible. Yeah. You are very, very talented. And... You have tons of followers, so, you know, it doesn't matter. Obviously, followers are likes. that proves nothing to your talent. But Kayla and I both looked at your artwork, and it's really yeah. incredible and, and unique, and you have a style for yeah. sure. And we, we loved yeah. it. when you Bethany sent me uh, the picture of Young that you recently finished, and I was like, oh, my mm-hmm. God, I love it. It's so amazing. Mm-hmm. So you guys... 
totally go follow uh, her page, Momotaru page on Instagram if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. Okay, so our next one says, Hi guys, I saw you're doing another ARMY episode, so I figured I would participate this time. You already know most of my story, but... I got into BTS after I watched them perform DNA at the 2017 AMAs. I was so impressed by their dancing that I decided to do a little research. Cut to me three days later, having watched every single one of their music videos, now fully obsessed. God, that's how it happens (laughs) for all of us. Um, I had been a huge One Direction fan, and honestly, I thought I was done with fangirling after that. But I guess once a fangirl, always a fangirl. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) (laughs) The boy band thing felt very natural after having loved One Direction so much and just the dancing. The dancing. That was what really sold me at first. Once I discovered Taekook, I knew there was no turning back. If there's anything that locks me into a fandom, it's a really good ship. Of course, with more time, I have grown to love all of them. And the relationship between the seven of them as a group in their various units is so beautiful, I could honestly cry. I love seeing the nuances of all of their relationships and how they function as a family. Yes. Um, For me, one of the most significant things about being in this fandom has been writing fan fiction. I've been writing fanfic, I've been writing fic for 10 years, but this is the first time I found inspiration to write full length fics and stick with them. In retrospect, I can't believe that I wrote my first fanfic in less, less than a month after discovering BTS. I must have been really deep into it. <laughs> I feel I feel like I have grown so much as a writer over this past year, and I can't even describe what a blessing it has been for me. My fix are my proudest accomplishment of 2018, and the response I've gotten is just so rewarding and just I am still in awe. The past year was so difficult for me in a lot of ways, so to have this outlet and to have something that I'm proud of has been so essential. I also finally decided to share my fix and my love of BTS with my friends and family, and the response was so much warmer and more supportive than I had expected. It's been such a wonderful thing, truly a bright spot in my life. Outside of that, I just really feel so honored to be an ARMY, to be a fan of this band. I'm so inspired by them in every way. They're exceptionally talented, but there's so much more than that too. They are breaking down boundaries all over the place, and it's so incredible to watch. I just feel so proud of them all the time. I have always considered myself a pretty open-minded person, but they've expanded the way I think about gender, what it means to be masculine or feminine, what makes someone attractive. Like, would I have been into earrings and pink hair on a guy a few years ago? Probs not, but here we are. Yeah. (laughs) And like, who knew foreheads could be so attractive? (laughs) Not me, but in all (laughs) serious though, I love that they are exposing the rest of the world to Korean culture and challenging and challenging some Western norms. It's super refreshing and generally just really cool. Okay, cutting myself off because I have to go to dinner. (laughs) Hope you are both doing well. Have a great weekend, Emily. 
Oh, oh wow. Emily. Yeah. Emily, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, her fanfics are absolutely incredible. Um, you shared one on the first fanfic files. Yeah, yeah. That massive take hook, incredible but love you know, story. It doesn't even do it justice. Like no, you have to go you and have read, to it. read like, it. Her writing style is just so perfect. It's so fluid. It's Really, she is very talented. And I'm so happy, Emily, that you got to share your writing with, like, your friends and family. Like, you're super talented. And I'm glad you're part of the fandom and that we've all gotten to connect through this. And I'm glad that you shared your story with all the other listeners with us. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so next. Hello, Kayla and Bethany. I'm from Norway. But the past year, I've been living in London whilst doing my master's degree there. Before doing this master's, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do, and I started second-guessing if I even made the right choice. But I wanted to at least finish what I started and not quit halfway through. Also, while doing my master's, I did a test and got diagnosed with dyslexia, which has been quite difficult to deal with at first. But luckily, my university was very accommodating, and I received a lot of help, which, wow, man, dyslexia, like... That's really difficult to study and just like high school and going to pursue like, you know, higher level education and then to go and get your master's. Wow. Uh, to figure that out Crazy. and be diagnosed yeah, then. Yeah, so hard. That's, that's so difficult. So this summer was especially hard when doing my dissertation. I was second guessing myself all the way through. But at the end of September, I watched the Blood, Sweat and Tears music video. <laughs> oh, my God. And something changed. <laughs> <laughs> At first, I was just mesmerized by the videos, their visuals, and their music, which helped to cheer me up in the last days of writing my dissertation. When I handed in my dissertation in early October, I felt very empty. I wasn't moving back home to Norway until the end of November, so for the whole month of October, I benched all of the BTS content available. I also started listening to your podcast and wanted to get more involved with the fandom, um, on social media. You guys were very helpful for me in the process of learning more about this Korean band that I suddenly was obsessing over. As you guys say, I have fangirl laughed and learned a little bit along the way. <laughs> That's so cute and so sweet. That's wow. so sweet. Um, yeah. BTS has also helped me through the period where I was waiting for the results of my dissertation. So in early December, I got marked I was very pleased and relieved. BTS and ARMY is also currently helping me through the job searching process, and hopefully I'll be able to get a job here soon. I've been involved with different fandoms before, but this is the first time I really feel like I want to get real-life connections and talk to other armies. So I really wish I can connect with some of you other listeners as well. In addition to that, I've recently discovered that a friend of a friend had gotten into BTS like three weeks ago. (laughs) So her and I have been planning on having a Bon Voyage and Run BTS watch party um, in the near future, which is so so fun. So fun. Like uh, That's going to be such a great time. Uh, Thank you to all the armies that brighten up my day by posting pictures of BTS on Twitter and for making funny memes, as well as everyone who discusses their music and theories. And also thank you, Kayla and Bethany, for doing all the work you do with the podcast. I don't think you realize how happy it makes me when I receive the notification that a new episode is out. 
Also, to all of the listeners of Standing BTS, <laughs> let's be mutuals on Twitter. She is at loveandthoughts underscore. And if you guys are able to, please donate to Kayla and Bethany on Patreon so that someone <laughs> can take some of their workload off of their shoulders in terms of oh. editing. And maybe we'll be able to enjoy even longer episodes. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Bora hey, which is I purple you from Eileen. Wow, thank you, Eileen. Incredible email. And and your story and your the going through your dissertation and discovering BTS and having something to do while you're anxiously anticipating Waiting. that grade yeah. for your dissertation and your master's. Congratulations on graduating. Yes. Uh, so happy that we've gotten to connect. I need to like we need to go to London or Norway or whatever. Literally. Yeah, incredible, incredible woman. Seriously, you guys should follow her on Twitter and, and right. be mutuals. Everybody, mutual with each other. Each other, everyone. <laughs> Seriously. Um, okay, next one. Hi, both. My story of becoming an army is as follows. I broke up with my long-term boyfriend, moved out of our shared apartment, and moved back in with my parents. I kind of fell into a depression, understandably, and nothing really made me feel very excited or passionate for a long time. I knew of BTS, but I didn't really care about them. I preferred girl groups like Twice and Red Velvet. But I had always wanted a K-pop act to break America since I got into K-pop about 10 years ago. Then the Billboard Music Awards happened, and there was a K-pop group there, BTS. I realized perhaps BTS are the ones who will bring K-pop to the world. After they appeared at the Billboard Music Awards, I started paying more attention, watching their music videos, and crucially, watching episodes of Run BTS. <laughs> this show really made me fall in love with them, especially Yoongi with his dry sense of humor mm. and secret warmth and affection for the other members. Oh, so it sounds God, I love him. <laughs> yeah. I also made a ton of friends in the fandom and met some super funny people. I bought tickets to their concert when they visited London, the one where Jungkook hurt his foot and cried. No. And even dyed my hair Yoongi inspired mint green. Damn. Amazing. Wow, Badass. Such a good hair color. For me, being an army means I can draw strength from them when I need it. If I feel like I need a confidence boost, I think of Jin's fake it till you make it worldwide handsome shtick. If I feel like I'm struggling through a hard time, I think about Yoongi's stoicism and the faith all the members had that they would eventually make it even when times were tough. If I feel stressed, I think about Namjoon's endless patience with the other members and the strength he has as the leader. If I'm worried that my niche interests are too weird, I think about Young and how much we adore his odd ways and love of art and jazz. If I'm being too hard on myself... I think about how sad Jungkook was in London and how much love everyone felt for him when he was blaming himself and apologizing. If I feel like I can't do something, I think about Hosok not knowing how to rap and teaching himself. And I try to be as warm and soft with people and animals as Jimin always seems to be. It sounds quite trite to say that they were that they are all inspirational people, but they really are. Mm-hmm. So true. Everything that you just said. Yeah, that reminds me of that one episode accurate. where I just like went through all of them. Like they all inspire me in some sort of way. Yeah, every single one of them. At 35, I'm quite a bit older than most armies. Sometimes I feel embarrassed that I'm older than 
even the members themselves, but I get so much joy from their music, music videos, and from Run, and they brought a light back into my life at such a dark time, which kind of makes me not care if anyone thinks I'm too old or makes me weird or something. I also know there are other armies out there who are as old or older than Mm me. That's so true. I mean, we find them on Twitter. There's so many. Um, thank you for making such an awesome podcast. Your enthusiasm and openness is lovely to listen to. It was fun to write this email about my journey into becoming an army. And this is from Jane Dang on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. And really there, there is a lot of young army. And when we started the podcast, I was expecting that to get emails from a lot of people who are around age 14, 16 or so on. But we've had, People of all ages, you know, people from middle school all the way up until, I mean, we have a listener who's like in her 60s. So really, it, you know, age is not a part of whether or not you can enjoy a certain type of music or personalities or be inspired. Like, it's just age is, is not a factor. Not at all. Yeah. So thank you so much for sharing. Okay. Next one. Dear Kayla and Bethany, my name is Emma. First of all, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for doing this podcast. Both of you are so funny, nice, and so, so genuine that hearing you guys talk, discuss, and laugh makes me feel like I'm just listening to friends. Your conversations bring me so much joy, happiness, and so much laughter that I've honestly had to bite my cheek many times to stop people (laughs) on the train or at work thinking I was a crazy person. (laughs) So here is my army story. I've been meaning to write you both for quite a while and finally have had the courage to actually do it. Now, I'm probably not your typical army. I don't make or have any fan art, and I'm not open about my fangirling with my family, friends, or even on social media. But BTS means a lot to me. I only stumbled upon them around this time last year while scrolling through YouTube. As I was new to K-pop, it did take me a while to grasp and understand what I was watching and listening to. But the moment I heard my first BTS song, Save Me, I loved it. I was honestly hooked. In the space of a few weeks, I had listened to all their songs, watched all their music videos and run episodes and everything I could find. Getting to know each member as much as it's possible through a screen and seeing their interactions and friendships with each other made me feel less alone. I know it sounds crazy and slightly weird, but let me explain. Last year, I started my PhD in the renowned research institute, and I was super excited. But for it, I had to move to a new city, which is not too bad in a sense. New city means new people and cool new adventures. But I'd forgotten how difficult it is for me to create bonds with people. The first time I moved away from home, I was extremely lucky and had found an amazing group of friends who became like a second family. We went through hell and back together, But for this new job, I left them all behind. Yes, new city means new people and new cool adventures. But that also means letting people in again. I've always been introverted and a bit shy, and my friends get that and always gave me the space I needed. But when you are trying to get to know new people in a new city, that same shyness and introversion really gets in the way of making new bonds. Though I have met many people, I didn't feel like I could get close to them or that I even wanted to. Wow, I totally get that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now, during the most stressful and frustrating years of my life, career-wise, 
I felt like I was alone, and there were so many times in the last year that I wanted to give up and go back to my old life. But then I stumbled upon BTS. While their music is amazing and I listen to it all day, it's their friendship that makes them special for me. This may sound weird, but seeing them work, laugh, and interact together inspires me to overcome my shyness and try to let people in. They make me not feel ashamed of myself for my many, many faults, but instead love myself. While I'm still in the phase of trying to bond with people here, BTS really does give me the courage to go out and try to live my life to the fullest. At first, I did find it extremely weird that it was a, quote, boy band that gave me the boost. (laughs) But BTS is special. They are not just a singing, dancing group of very good-looking people. Each member is so talented and unique. Everything they do, they do with all of their hearts, and they fight with their own struggles through their blood, sweat, and tears. (laughs) They inspire us to do the same. And that is why I am proud to be an ARMY. Anyways... Enough of my sentimentality. BTS is awesome, and I'm hoping to go to a concert one day and see them perform in person. In the meantime, watching YouTube videos of them and listening to you, Kayla and Bethany, gives me the feeling of being part of the ARMY community. So keep doing what you're doing. I'll be listening and laughing or crying, depending on the mood, (laughs) with you next week. Take care, fighting. Best, Emma. Emma, oh my God. I just want to say, when you were reading through this, I feel like, yeah, so connected with your story because I I wouldn't say that I'm super shy, but I am a pretty introverted person in that it's hard for me to like form bonds with people or really want to, like Mm -hmm. if I don't really care. It almost seems like a lot of effort or just, you know, like it's. It seems like a lot of effort and (laughs) it's like, it is like work. It's like work. And if you're not sure that that person is going to put into the friendship, the same amount that you are, it's almost like, you know, is this, is this somebody I want to be friends with Mm -hmm. or whatever? I told, I just want to say, uh, I understand you. And I think that your story is incredible and wow, a PhD, like you're so educated. Um, anyways, Thank you for writing into us and sharing your story with us. Yeah, with, thank you. Yeah. Okay, next one. Hello, my name is Grace. Grace. Grace, we <laughs> love Grace. Um, if you guys don't remember, Grace has sent us a big package full of Korean snacks that BTS has eaten. Uh, we did a whole episode on it called Eating BTS where we ate them and talked about them and it was super it fun. It was so fun. So Grace says, I'm a Korean American. I've been a BTS ARMY since September 2017. I'm a Newt Duck ARMY. Uh, Sorry if I butchered that pronunciation, but she says it's a Korean word for a fan who started standing late. Oh my God. Like we are too. Yeah. Um, I was born in Seoul, South Korea, but I've lived in the U.S. for almost 15 years. I was little when I left, but I still miss Korea, and I want to go back there someday. I can't imagine, like, being away from your homeland. Yeah, being Um, born somewhere and then moving somewhere else. Like, even if you're young when you country, it's still your origins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Even though I live here in the U.S., I want to know what's going on in Korea, and I watch K-dramas and listen to K-pop every day. I used to watch Rang TV and Mnet. I remember that I've seen BTS on TV bef- before, 
probably no more dream era. Wow. A cute, I know, right? A cute looking boy was showing his abs while singing. I thought their stage name was so unique and a little weird at the time. Benten Sonyandan, Bulletproof Boys, what? I was not really interested. I thought they're just one of the idol groups. Man, I regret it so much now. Why did I not stand BTS back then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally. Um, I was introduced to BTS around May 2017 when BTS won the top social artist at Billboard Music Awards. My sister, a Jungkook stan, and my friends, Jim and Stans, visited my place around that time. They started to talk about BTS and BMA. I was, it was pretty big news to Korean Americans. I was so lost because I never heard about BTS before. My sister and friends showed me their music videos first. I think it was either fire or dope. I was pretty impressed. As soon as I watched the No More Dream music video, I remembered BTS was actually Bangtan Sonia Dan, and I saw them on TV before. My sister and friends made me watch so many BTS videos on YouTube that night, and they made me focus on Jimin and Jungkook, so Jimin and Jungkook really stood out at first. Yeah, that's what I did with you and Taeyong, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. Yeah. I wanted to know other members as well, so I studied each member, their background, birthdays, hometowns, talents, etc. Every day after work, I read their news, Wikipedia, Amino apps, watched their music videos, dance practice videos, Bang Tam Bomb, Run BTS, Rookie King, American Hustle Life. <laughs> and after three months, I was officially hooked uh, and uh, caught up with BTS and became an ARMY in September in 2017. My ultimate bias is Hobie. He goes from goofy and playful to serious and sexy and rude in seconds. <laughs> rude as fuck. <laughs> he makes me crazy. <laughs> All of us. <laughs> yeah. My second bias is Young, of course. V-Hope. Mm -hmm. But I get bias wrecked by each member over and over. I recently watched Love Yourself in Seoul movie. Jin and Sugar bias wrecked me so hard. I ship V-Hope. Yes, I'm a crazy intense V-Hope shipper. She is. Her entire Twitter is like devoted to V-Hope and it's amazing. I feel terrible because it was, we had mentioned her in a previous episode and I said, oh yeah, great. She's like this crazy intense V-Hope shipper and that must have <laughs> stuck with her. But I mean that in the best possible way. Like I'm a crazy intense take hook shipper, but it's like, I love the, the intense shippers who are just yeah. so dedicated so and just love, it. love, love their interactions and relationships. So yeah, yeah, it was, it was a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> she says, I love their interactions and chemistry. My ex ship is soap. Is that like my ex ship would be Yoonmin? Yeah. Uh, so I have a, I have a soft spot for soap. I like all the ships with Hobie, of course. All the members love J-Hope and they all like to hug and touch him. I love BTS so much. This is the first time I, that I've stand a boy group so hard in my life. I love to see them together. I love their artistry. I love their chemistry and I love their story. They love each other. They respect each other and they make us suffer and they make us ship. <laughs> <laughs> Above all, they love us army. I am so proud of BTS. Look at all their achievements and huge successes. Their good influence is spreading to the world. I'm so proud to be an ARMY and not only that, 
BTS makes me proud as a Korean American. I was I was at Target and a cashier talked to me in Korean. Annyeonghaseyo, hello in Korean. And she told me that she's an army and she's learning the Korean language to understand their message better. My coworkers asked me who's BTS and why they're so popular. They talked about J-Hope's In My Feelings Challenge, and I was like, yes, that's my baby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my American friends think Korean boys are hot like BTS. This has never happened to me before. I'm so happy these days. I've always been a very timid and socially anxious person. I was not happy with myself in my life. Love myself was the most difficult thing for me. But I am changing because of their positive message. Hobie's vocals and lyrics comfort me. His bright smile gives me strength every day. I learn to smile like him. Namjoon, how can he speak perfect English way better than me? And me. Seriously. (laughs) And his intellectual ability and wisdom, I am going to read more books this year. Sukjin is so positive and always makes other people laugh. I am trying. And my friends and family love my silly jokes. Yoongi gets everything that he says. I'm going to dream big like him. Jimin is already a great dancer, but he practices more and works harder. I will do everything just like him. I will try my best and work harder. Young has so much love in his heart. I love his overflowing love and pure attitude. I love, I will love people like him. I like Jungkook's painting skills. I love fan art so much. I will learn to draw and share V-Hope fan art this year. Ah, there are so many things to learn from them. Oh my God. Like, I just. That's incredible. That whole part there, just like going through every member. They inspire us in so many different ways with Mm -hmm. their personalities and talents and their own individual uh, motivation and aspirations in life. Like, yes. Wow. Wow. And we're so lucky to be able to have that connection with them because they're such authentic, genuine people. And like, we get to see their real personalities come out and we get to connect with that and be inspired by it. I really think that contributes so much to their success. They are musically talented and they're able to compose and, and sing and rap and songwrite and all of that, like a lot of artists do that. And a lot of artists are talented in that way, but their their personalities and their hard work and their individual uniqueness, I think contributes so much to their success, how humble they are. I cannot get over how genuine and humble they all are. Yeah. And and she, I'm sorry, you haven't even finished her story, but <laughs> like how she talked about like being a, a Korean American, I can't imagine yeah. how we're so much proud of pride. them, but to yeah. be someone from Korea, and Korean ethnicity to see them paving this way and changing norms and changing stereotypes. Mm -hmm. Spreading culture. I mean, when you start seeing BTS, you start to see that Asian men and women are beautiful and and handsome Mm -hmm. and are just as, you know, like it's, I see that where she's coming from in that sense. Yeah. Like breaking that barrier. Yeah. And it's just wonderful to finally see in Western culture Asian representation mm-hmm. that's positive and not like put into a box of some sort of preconceived stereotype. And BTS is breaking all of those boundaries. Yeah. Anyways. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Tangent. <Okay. laughs> uh, so 
uh, great. Just to finish up what she has to say, she said, I'm on a diet and I started yoga recently. After I decided to love myself, I became healthy and confident. I laughed more often than before. As I change, people talk to me before I do. I'm so grateful to BTS. My life is changing because of them. If I have a chance to meet them in person, I would like to thank them a lot and say, Mani, Mani, Bora Hey, which means I purple you so much. Bora Hey. Uh, love grace wow thank you grace thank Thank you 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 never fail to amaze us with your stories and your passion for bts but i had never heard of how you got into them before so thank you so much for telling us yeah all right okay so oh this is your last one this is my last one yeah dear kayla and bethany hi from tokyo It's Wakaba. I'm listening to your wonderful podcast from Japan. I really wish I could meet you and talk to you about BTS. BTS is super popular in Japan, but most of my friends are not BTS stands, which is sad because I don't have anyone to talk to about how amazing and inspiring and appealing these seven super talented guys are. Basically, I'm OT7, yes. But Mm -hmm. V is my bias, and I love V-Hope. Wow, yes. Wow, V-Hope. Represent. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So firstly, how I became an ARMY. Actually, I'm relatively new to ARMY. I got into BTS after watching this wonderful reaction video on YouTube in last October. It's the British Priest Reacts To series, which features various songs that are kind of controversial or somewhat problematic in terms of the Bible and stuff. Uh, Reverend Chris, he is super humorous and insightful, listens to the selected song and reacts to it. Idol was chosen for the series in last September, and this got me into BTS. I've heard of BTS before, but I had assumed that they sang some cheesy love songs or superficial party songs. But I listened to Reverend Chris's commentary on Idol, and I was like, oh wait, hold up a minute. (laughs) BTS might be making music that has a stronger message. Then I started binge-watching YouTube, and... I guess I don't have to explain in detail how much I love them. They captured my heart instantly when I bought the Love Yourself Hong Kong tickets. I have been only standing them for two months. Oh, my God. Yeah. Congrats wow. on being able to get tickets and going to the concert Seriously? in Hong Kong. Seriously, yeah. Um, secondly, what BTS means to me and the impact BTS has, has had on my life, BTS definitely has brightened up my life. You know, standing BTS is extremely fun. I've got I've gotten to watch and listen and read so much BTS content. Binge watching and binge listening have become a hobby. Whenever I am stressed out or depressed, I always watch some BTS videos to feel better. Like I yep. relate to that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it makes you feel better instantly. Yeah. All uh, of those videos on YouTube, like a video of blank BTS member to watch when you're sad. Yeah. Um, saves my life amazing yeah so that's just the fangirly part okay so bts makes my everyday life exciting yes that's true but for me bts more is more than just an idol i really appreciate them because they've showed me i have reasons i should love myself loving myself has been a struggle for me for a very long time i've been trying to get rid of that mindset but it was difficult So when I first listened to Love Myself, I cried hard, though I usually don't cry at all. Every lyric of the song hit me hard, especially the part, quote, 
The standards you put out are harsher on yourself. Let's forgive ourselves now. Even just loving myself, I needed someone else's permission. It's just amazing. Like I used to sometimes lose self-confidence and feel I'm not special, but now BTS is with me and they've showed me the right path. I'm so glad and proud to be a part of the wonderful ARMY family to witness the records being broken and the history being made. Also, as an Asian, I'm so excited to see them in the Western-dominated American music scene. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. They are redefining Asian stereotypes, and it's yep. just unbelievable. <laughs> I'm sure, thanks to BTS, Asian representation in Western media will change, and it is changing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so proud of them as an Asian. Everything they've achieved is remarkable and significant. And then thirdly and lastly, fan experience so far. It's getting super long. I've gotten, (laughs) I'm going to write it down briefly. (laughs) But so she got to see Burn the Stage, Exhibition in Tokyo, Line Friends Store, so BT21, and Love Yourself Hong Kong, uh, March 24th of this year. Super excited. Really hope my story helps you make the upcoming episode. I want to write more, but it's already super long, so I'm mm. going to stop now. Again, thank you so much for making a wonderful podcast. I'm a huge fan of it. Love, Wakaba. Oh, oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Wow. Um, I just really love how you heard of BTS through that British Priest Reacts to series. What an interesting kind mm-hmm. of pathway. I think that's mm-hmm. so unique and um, yeah. really... She sent us the link and I watched it and he had some pretty uh, introspective uh, things to say about Idol. Yeah. And the lyrics. And I Idol. did not watch, but now I, I really should go watch. You should. <laughs> you should. Yeah. He had he had a lot of really great things to say about yeah. it. Um, also amazing that you got to go to exhibition in Tokyo and the Line Friends store. Like, God, mm-hmm. so jealous. Okay. So we're on to our last one. Um, so this is how it goes. Hey, yo guys, it's Kayano again. So I've been watching BTS throwbacks on YouTube recently, and I came across a video entitled the Documentarmy one trailer by a YouTuber called Coley does things. I watched the video and honestly, it turns out I didn't know as much about army as I thought I did. It was only a trailer and yet it was very informative. Yes, there are many faces of faces of army as we've seen throughout the years however i've recently seen a trend popping up describing our or the fandom as being toxic and other words associated with it in my opinion is this as army we are one whole unit with bts we are a family however there are some negative sides to this Sasangs can be obsessive and to an extent crazy. Mm-hmm. Solo stands may even just support one or some members, but not the group as a whole. I believe that true armies are a family at heart. They protect fellow armies and they protect BTS. Some even try to help out others as much as they can, and some will even donate a whopping amount as much as they can. But yes, there is unfortunately a not-so-great area of armies that seems to be surfacing up more often. I wonder if more people will get to know the real side of army and not only the stuff that pops up on Twitter and other social media sites. Yeah. 
she goes on to say, it actually hurts to be judged by a fandom you are in, especially by other K-pop fandoms that should know how hard it is in our society, especially with social media, to like K-pop. K-pop shouldn't be judged just because of the language. It should be appreciated just by how it is. Music as a whole should be enjoyed for its sounds and its atmosphere, and its atmosphere, not because of the language it's sung in. In conclusion, being an army isn't one-sided. Being an army isn't something to be afraid of, just something, just because of its toxic cult um, reputation. It's so much more than that. Honestly, I think people misunderstand that there's so much more than just possessive fans and whatnot outside of our beloved fandom, which is so true. Mm -hmm, Like, I mean, Western media has gotten a little better about it, but quite often we'll hear that same type of thing like crazy fans or obsessed fans Mm. or wild fans. And those types of words are... negatively labeling Mm -hmm. the fandom as a whole when there is so much good that I see through all of the negativity. Mm -hmm. I still see so much good on Twitter. I'm sure you still see so much good on Instagram, people supporting each other, people really treating this as a family. And I think that that's so important. Um, So she goes on to say, so really what does it mean to be an army? Well, there is no fixed definition for being an army, but I guess the closest thing I could say is being an army shouldn't be taken for granted. Army is love, power, friendship, but most importantly, guidance, patience, support, wisdom, and inspiration. BTS inspires us and we inspire them. We are each other's fans and we will keep each other strong until the very end. Hashtag strong power. Mm. Hashtag fighting. Hashtag we purple you BTS. Hashtag Bora hey. Hashtag love yourself, love myself. Kayano. Wow, that is an incredible uh, one to end on. Such an incredible message yes. to send here at the end of this being an army the second being an army episode which i yeah. am so excited like we have to do more of this but wow that is so insightful and how she defined being an army mm-hmm. i love i just i love how she wrote it out and it's something that i think you and i talk a lot about on and off of the podcast about how us as army should act with each other Mm -hmm. how we should interact with bts how we should support each other and how important it is that we do support each other because we're we are family we have a huge standing bts is not a part-time thing it's not something you can do casually it always happens that you fall into the rabbit hole and you're fully into it. So if you are standing this group, you're also part of ARMY. And we need to come together and we need to support each other and be each other's biggest cheerleaders. Yeah. Because and it's, you know, with how big the fandom is, it's mm-hmm. impossible that we all can be bestest of friends. Right. But the least we can do is respect one another mm-hmm. um, and be civil with one another. So, yeah, like even with the Grammys, I, I heard that ARMY wasn't able to really buy tickets to go in and part of me this is terrible and this is what makes me sad is that part of me is like happy that army wasn't allowed in because like in the past with army at these award shows it was just army was really loud and crazy Mm -hmm. and I'm like 
oh, you, you know, that's just contributing to that negative stereotype that we're crazy and whatever. And what I love about Namjoon is whenever interviewers bring that up, like, oh, the BTS army, they're crazy. Mm-hmm. He says, our fans are passionate. Yeah. And that's the truth. We're just passionate. We love them. We care about them because they make us feel like we can better ourselves and they inspire mm-hmm. us and motivate us. And they, they mean more to us than what I think a lot of the people who interview them really fully understand or can comprehend. So yeah, I, I think that army is powerful and that army's friendship and we guide each other and support each other. But yeah, it, you know, even though there's armies out there who you don't really like or care for, we can at least respect and be civil. Yeah. And I mean, everything you just said is so wonderful. I mean, right <laughs> in the feels, I think you wrapped it up perfectly. Um, so I just want to, again, thank everyone for um, sending us your stories. Mm-hmm. Um, we just feel, again, so grateful that you trust us to share your stories with anybody um. who happens to listen. And not that we think BTS listens or that they, I mean, know or anything, but we hope that if BTS ever listens to this podcast, that they would listen to this episode to hear your guys' stories, to hear Mm -hmm. these amazing like testimonies of the power and inspiration that they give to all of us. Um, So again, thank you guys. Yeah. Thank you guys. We're so, so lucky that we have a lot of armies who are really incredible people and have really amazing and inspiring stories to tell. So thank you again. Thank yeah. you. And happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, you guys. Day, everyone. If you don't have a Valentine, you know BTS will be. Uh, they're my yeah. Valentine. And we will be too. <laughs> we fucking love you guys. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for listening. And uh, if you enjoyed this episode, we, lo- we would love to hear about it. Um, you can email us, you can chat with us on any of our social medias, um, DM us on Twitter, DM us on Instagram connect with everybody who shouted themselves out in this episode mm-hmm. um, connect with each we other love nothing seriously we love nothing more than like having mutuals and seeing that the those mutu- mutuals when we end see up mutuals following, each other. following each other we're like yes like yes. people are connecting <laughs> yes um so follow each other uh you know fan art pages instagram twitter whatever um we love you guys and connect with us you can find links for all of our stuff in the description as always Mm -hmm. and the description thanks for listening and thanks for standing bts